30 they're bucks and all the vodka you could drink. And you're like, yep, mimosas and the definition Bloody Mary of bars danger. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a way. That's the way to get day drunk. Yeah, I've seen guys. The guys like guys will just go up. It's like, okay, it's a Bloody Mary bar. Hey, guys will just go up with a pint glass and just like vodka to the pint glass and like walk away. Like, okay, <laughs> this guy's dying. <laughs> that's one of those drinks that you can drink like four of them and realize you didn't even drink four of them. Yeah, yeah. you're like, mm, my stomach's full from all that soup I had. Wow, I'm oh, drunk. No. Well, I can't stand up. <laughs> it's <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> It's true. Just like uh, the beer I'm drinking now, which is one of those root beer beers. Like the, it's oh, a, this is not your father's root beer? Yeah. Well, this is the best damn root beer. And mm. it's uh, this is number five. Feeling oh, pretty Lord. good. Feeling pretty solid. Got to say. Anthony, just make sure he tells you which button hits send to the internet. Just whichever button he presses. He'll be fine. It's, the, it's literally <laughs> the send to the internet button. It's right next ah. to the... We oh, haven't reached music up. video, Kyle, yet. Oh, so we're going to be there today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, welcome to War of the Bay. I am Kyle. I am Nick, and I'm Anthony. You can follow all of us on the Twitter machine. I, of course, am at Kyle W O T B. Anthony's at Strike Twice W O T B. Nick's at Nick W O T B. So um, you probably already know that we we promote primarily through Twitter. So welcome everybody That's to the show. Shit. It is our three year anniversary. Nick and I. <laughs> we started this three years ago. And in the news three years ago, um, you think I would have looked, but I think it was a lot of the a lot of Ray's stuff, a lot of uh, as I hurriedly grabbed my phone to check the first episode. It was a uh, it was a lot of different stuff. We should have played the intro from the first episode for this. There was no intro. No intro. Just it was straight just, into it. It was just me. Back in back in those days, I would just hit record without anybody realizing it. I'd just be like. Hit record button and then like it pick up wherever wherever we might be. Well, congrats to you too. Thank you. I'm glad Thank that you. Uh, you, we made it three years, and I'm glad to be a part of it now. I'm it's glad cool. you're a part of it too. It takes it takes a lot to be a part of the show. Let's it see. It does, but as we I think as we've shown, we get our best material when we have three. Episode one, June fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. Nick and Kyle discuss the world of Tampa Bay sports in their first ever podcast. Nick and Kyle agree that. Burt Reynolds plays it country. Uh, lament, yep. the, lament the struggle of the Rays. Boy, I've never heard that one before. No, brand new. <laughs> and uh, wax nostalgic on jerseys and give Joe Madden away. What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean, Kyle? Joe Damn Madden, Kyle. Madden giveaway. Joe Madden giveaway. Penguins in the dugout. Yeah. Yep. Back when he gave a shit about us instead of almost winning everything with the Cubs. And here we are three years later. Our hockey team's falling apart. Our baseball team still sucks. And our football team still sucks. So <laughs> Major progress has been made. Major, major, major progress. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we did. Who would have known? <laughs> uh. I, I'm envious of Cleveland. What the fuck is going on? But, but you know what? There's been some high times in there from one team. Really? Yes. Yeah. High, high disappointing times. High dis- we high got to the high point and then yeah. fell off. Need, need we go back three episodes? No. Three high disappointments. No, we don't need to go back three episodes. Yeah, we could we could do that. Top five disappointing draft picks. Go. Sabi Piscatelli. Brett Connolly. The dead guy. Um. He's not dead. Well, one of them is. Gaines Adams, yeah. Hey, Nick. 
Whoa. You know whoa, that, whoa, whoa. You know that button on, on your phone that silences Facebook messages? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It's not that. I'd, it's I'd, a, I'd it's hit, a shut up. Okay. I'd hit that button now. Just about now. Just Three years that, later. Give it a little quick turn. <laughs> You're right. On the first episode, that shit happened, and I told him the same thing. <laughs> oh, Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> okay. Nick, how was Vancouver? Did, did you have fun? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. It was... um. It was an eye-opening experience. It was such a big city, and it was a, such a big city that kept itself clean in most places. What do you mean by that? Just like the, the conditions of the streets and the walk? Yeah, like um, each bus stop had like its own flower bed kept and, uh, or should I say upkept and maintained by the neighborhood itself. Uh-huh. They all had their own little individualized plaques and like... You know when you walk around, every third or fourth person you see is smoking a cigarette? Yes. Well, I think it was like one of every 20, if I'm being honest, in Canada. Like, nobody smokes. And no cigarette butts anywhere. Like, nobody throws anything on the ground. Nobody smokes in Canada? Nobody smokes at all? Like, yeah, and if it is, it's like it's weed. That was where I was going. With it's got to feel like almost like one of those utopias for movies where there's really dark, deep shit going on underneath the surface that you can't see. Yeah, yeah they're like they're, they're, there's no unsurly people because they're grinding them up and making it corned beef hash. <laughs> what? Holy shit. That's how Canadian bacon is made. Yeah. It's people, eh? Real talk. I love Canadian bacon. So Isn't fuck, it just ham? Yeah, fuck both of y'all. I understand. Yeah, it is pretty much ham. Yeah. It's ham with like a little extra fat on it. It's still good. Pretty much. Pretty huh. much. I had um, some of the best food. Not, I mean, I don't want to keep going on about Vancouver, but it was. I've got to ask. The one, thing I, the one thing I did to find out, though, is that even in Vancouver, even when the Canucks did not do well during the season, they follow the playoffs better than most Americans follow the baseball playoffs when their city's in it. I got to ask, did you go to Tim Hortons? Yeah, I did. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! I've never been to Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is great. I, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I had I had a maple toffee latte with maple sugar, and they on the creamer side like selection. They One had, in Rome. They had yeah. um, whole milk, a half and half heavy cream, and I'm not kidding you, maple cream. What about and uh? I had, I had maple cream. It was great. What about some Timbits? You get any Timbits? I was or just gonna any, ask that. Yeah. Um, no, no, I think we had a donut that was maple glazed. That's about okay. it. Yeah, I think maple. Dunkin' Donuts. Still. We got Dunkin' Donuts. I got Tim Hortons. This, this is, is the only thing we can grow here. It goes on everything. Why can't we have Tim Hortons? God damn it. We're stuck with Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts is the worst fucking franchise. Yeah. Starbucks. No, they're too yeah. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Too it does w- suck. I hate Dunkin' Donuts. It's going to be a while because and they're just now of, like um, trickling down in the uh, United States. Major com- competitor in Starbucks, there's, there's, I went to Seattle and there's like no Starbucks in Seattle. What? Wait, wait, I'm, no, that can't be right. No, that's that guy. Did you scour every inch of the it's city? Not that I did. No, I walked the city and it. I would see. I would say there's more Starbucks in a bigger city than there are in Seattle, on average, because most uh, around the corner shops in Seattle were like one-offs 
Oh, like little hipster places where like yeah, seriously. Yeah, they have, I'm not I'm not saying they didn't have their Starbucks. Trust me, there were Starbucks there, but it wasn't every corner. It was like every third corner because every other corner uh, was some hipster place or something called Blends. I, I see what you of. mean. You you would expect to go to Seattle and like every everywhere you turn is another Starbucks. Right? Pretty much, it's yeah. just everywhere but else. Like, I did. Yeah, I went is. into the original one and it was like, woo, what? That's it. Those things, I hate that. Oh, here's the original fucking Chili's. We're excited. Here's a plaque on the wall. Yeah, the original Hooters. Nick lives down the street from it. It's it's bullshit. It's just yeah, a I fucking Hooters. Give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it's no. I'd still drive an extra half mile down the road to go to Winghouse. Hey, we've been objectifying women for forty years. God damn it! They're building a Winghouse near Del Mabry. I just saw it today. I'm surprised there's not one there already. Honestly, Winghouse is my is my shit. As far as like wings goes, you cannot fuck with Winghouse. You can't. You just can't. I'm about to fire some shots, but the one in Gainesville fucking sucks. It's That's awful. fine. I mean, I, I'm willing to I've bet been, that there's I've, shitty I've ones. I've been to a bad Winghouse. I have. Oh yeah. I mean, there's outliers out there that are bad, but I'm just saying, consistent. I've had consistently good wings from Winghouse all the time, and I'm talking meatiness and sauciness and. Oh man, it's just it's. Just and his so survey good. has taken place over almost a two-decade period. Yeah. Opinion on Beef O'Brady's? It's it's shit. It's, yeah. they're the worst. Yeah. They're garbage tier. I don't get it. They have like little burnt wings. I don't I don't like that. No. Yeah, I, I put them down there. With, I put Buffalo Wild Wings down with Beef O'Brady's. I'm sorry, I just do. I don't Buffalo like Buffalo Wild Wings had way too much breading on their stuff. No, no, they don't. They. See, here's the thing. This is where I have a big problem with a wing place is if they give me like the if like if I bite into a wings and there's like hard chunks of like, you know, cartilage or Bending bone or something. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's oh, like yeah. and they're like a these beak. little bony wings. And like I want a drumstick that's going to go. It's going to be a fat, meaty drum and then like meat all the way down the stick. But if I if it's like meat at the top and then like kind of bony and they're like. No, that's that's not good for me. I I want a big fat meaty wing. I want the wing like the actual wing pieces, big big old fat meaty pieces. I want you to rip it off the chicken right in front of me. Yeah, I'm not denying. I'm not denying. There's a lot of bu- there's a lot of Buffalo Wild Wings apologists out there. It's cheap. That's why it's you cheap. Know, but no, the sauces are very good. You're an offender yourself because you you favor their sauces. Their sauces are great. I I I cannot deny that I love their sauces. You know what you should do? Just get their sauces and then go to Wing House with their sauces. I used to actually just get their sauces and make my own wings. That works too. Yeah, it's it's the best. Or but like still the Wing House mild wing just the regular Wing House mild that sweet kind of tangy sauce. It can't be fucked with. Even the Hooters. The Hooters ones? Yeah. Katie Ebner in the chat. I've given B-dubs several chances, and they're just terrible. Yeah, B-dubs. I, I completely agree. If you tell me B-dubs has some of the best ones, I, I lose all respect for you. I, we got no, nothing yeah, to talk you about. Don't have, you don't know how to judge wings. You don't know wings, no. And it, there might be a place out there, like I've heard, I think Mugs and Jugs. Mugs and Jugs has great wings. Ferg's also has great wings. Um I'm Abe's a, I'm, now. Abe's on Missouri used to be Mugs on Missouri. Yeah, that's pretty good. But oh, yeah, I'm nobody sure. really cares about this nationally we, because that's all just places around here. Can gas we bars, drop Publix in there? Campus. Publix. You know what? Publix makes some really good wings. Yeah. I feel like Publix is unfair though because they make really good fucking everything. Publix, uh, you know, if I can't go anywhere else. But I can go down the street and get a Publix wing. I'm going to do that because you know they're not the best wings I've ever had. As ter- in terms of just meatiness and sauciness, but they're just, just they're just 
they're fair. They're consistently good with everything. Like there's yeah. like the subs are great. Everything you know, chicken tender like, subs. I'm gonna yeah. harken back here to maybe a little before our time, but this was definitely all over the state. Anybody remember Ponderosa? No. Oh, do I remember Nick? Yeah, Anthony clearly has never been fucking obese, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Ponderosa. <laughs> They had the best little wings. I Listen, don't know man. Why, but they were oh, good. My those diet little, is yeah, shit. Those okay? little bready wings. Oh, I used to get. I used to just go. You know the ham that they put in the salad. I used to go and just get like a plate full of that ham and just eat the ham. Ah, Ponderosa. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle was a really big kid, so <laughs> get the pizza, make a couple tacos, fucking Ponda. Jesus fucking, Christ, Kyle. Oh! Kyle's the guy that goes to the salad bar at Sonny's and just picks up the whole fucking tin of it and yep, takes it back just to his take the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Five trips. I, like at least five trips to the buffet, at least two to three trips to the dessert counter. You know, it's not it's, honestly the dessert counter. Just uh, that was just vanilla pudding for me because it made really they had really good vanilla pudding. You didn't fuck with the soft serve at all. Nah, I mean maybe a little bit, but not a lot. Okay, wait, grape. I think Grape Balch is about to drop some knowledge. He says if we're talking about food, then let's talk about Sunny's. Yes, yes, yes. Sunny's good. I eh. what. What can you say? It's, Don't give me a fucking eh. It's open till like 12 a.m. Where else can you get barbecue? 12 a.m. It's fucking good. It's good barbecue. It, it, I feel like that's the same with like wing places that some sunnies are bad. And some sunnies are good. Probably. I don't think it's consistent across the board. I'm talking. Oh, man, I'm, I'm talking the sunnies. Brutal. <laughs> I'm talking the sunnies on Park on Park Street or no on Park Boulevard in Pinellas Park, Florida. You go to that sunnies. You go get the super combo. You're getting two wings. You're getting uh, two pieces of chicken. You're getting brisket, and you're getting pulled pork with a garlic bread or cornbread option. I always went gar- with garlic bread. You get the sweet sauce. Go fuck yourself. That's all I have to say. Great, great butts of the chat is upset about Publix Philly cheesesteaks. Well, that's because they don't make poor people sandwiches. So. Oh. <laughs> great Bulls just saying Sonny's is bottom bale trash. I, you know, look. Ban him from the chat. I'm not. No, Fuck him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with him. Okay, if he says it's bottom barrel trash, that's fine. I mean, I. I like it for you know for a last minute barbecue thing. If I want a little barbecue and I want it cheap, it's twelve dollars for all that meat. Fuck. God damn it. Fuck. God damn. I'm it. done with this podcast. I'm getting out. I'm done. <laughs> I just want to put it out there that I am also poor. So, <laughs> yeah, come on. See, I don't, I don't see. I don't like, I don't like Sonny's. I, I just, eh. let's take you to a Sonny's Nick. Maybe it's been it's a while. Every try going there. They just getting, did like a big rebrand. All of them got remodeled straight into a bone. No, 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 no. Their, their ribs. They're always consistently meaty. Sure. They all come from a big hot meat drawer where they just pull them out. And, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but still it's fucking it's delicious. Oh, you love that meat drawer, don't you? I you love the meat drawer. Meat. Kyle has a meat drawer. In I his do house. have a meat drawer. Yeah, I have several meat drawers just scattered around the house where I store human remains. Weird thing to call your dresser. <laughs> okay, what what is going on in this podcast? Are we talking food? Or are it's we talking off season, food? man? And there's actually yeah. been a lot that's been going on though recently, like yeah. especially in I the mean, past. Do you want Cal me to lead off? Successful hip surgery. That's good. Oh, we're gonna lead. Are we gonna lead? Are we gonna do this right now? We want to get into this. Do we want to lead off with the Eiserman quote, since it's gonna be a, a real live reaction. From I mean, Nick. I'm ignorant to all of this, as you guys have heard. I've oh, been baby. in Canada. Let's just so go. That's why let's I want to do it. Yeah, let's fucking do it. So let's, let's get, get me nothing here. about hockey. Pull that up. So this is Steve Eiserman talking about Steven Stamkos. It's a very short quote. 
He says they know where they stand with Stamkos, but they haven't ruled anything out. They aren't closing any doors. That means there are doors already closed. <laughs> it means all doors are closed. They're locked in like the New York apartments and movies at oh, fucking six man. locks. Goodbye, Stamkos. Goodbye. It was fun. I loved you. It was Wait, awesome. Goodbye. You were the best player so, we, we might ever have. But I have a theory. No, the best player we ever had might have just retired. I have a theory. More of that later. If we have... If if they know where they're standing with Stamkos and they know what he's going to do, if we start seeing Kucherov get a deal in maybe the next week or two, then that'll confirm what we're thinking. I saw something today, and um, you know I don't know if it's true or not, but it basically said the next 48 hours we'll know whether or not Stamkos is going to remain with the Lightning or not because Saturday is when other teams can start courting Stamkos and, and kind of going full court press for him. I mean, it's going to happen sooner rather than later, and you got to think that Stevie Eiserman's going to be like, okay, it's shit or get off the pot time. Either you're going to sign with us or you're going to not. I've got a lot more shit to take care of right now than just you, man. Like, here's your fucking yeah. deal. It's Take it or leave it. From what I've heard, what, it's like $8.5 million that's over what, seven years? That's, like uh, that. that's where Eiserman says that he, that's as far as he can go without making any other moves. Yeah. So, take it or leave it. And... I personally am on board with that. I'd say, okay, either take the $8.5 million a year for seven years or go fuck yourself. Like, I, or, I don't think we should pay him any more than or that. Or wait and see what we can do with the buyouts and trades. But I don't think he's – look, the Sabres came out and said, we are prepared to give Steven Stamkos $12 million, $12 million a year. Good, you fucking idiots. Give the Red Wings want to get him. The, the Red Wings are one of the of supposed leaders. Listen, any team that has the cap room is going to try to make a run at Steven Stamkos. Okay, and as they should, as they I mean, should, like that—that's not, not like a surprise. Some big he's, secret. He's not. Like, he's a. No, like, uh, what? He's not fucking LeBron James. You know, he's uh, not going to instantly go to your team and make it okay. a fucking championship team. Okay, I hear you, but he's one of the. He's probably one of the biggest ever hockey players to hit the unrestricted free agent market. T- players like Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin, they they, just they, get, they yeah. don't make it to the, the. This is a big fucking deal. In the NHL. Yeah, this is, this is a huge deal. This is a potentially franchise-changing player for some other franchise that hasn't Too built franchise around. franchise Here's the thing, though. If you give Steven Stamkos $12 million, you're already handicapping yourself. Because yeah. that's a yeah. huge chunk of cap you're going to have to start working around. There's but no someone's going to give it to him. Someone's going to give him to him. If, either, if that's a, te- a small market team that needs a star or that's a big market team that feels like he could put them over the edge... Someone's going to give him the money he wants, and it's probably not going to be us. That's, gr- that's Look, like Gretzky I, money. Can I can I bring up in a – Yeah, but yeah. times have changed. Yeah, well, in comparison, though, he's right. No, I understand, but it's a different league as well then, too. Like, yeah. There, were, there are different rules then than there are now. Yeah, there are. I mean, it, it's – I would – yeah, you're right. And um, hold on. we gotta, we got to turn down the iPad here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> uh, no, because I, ke- I kept hearing it out of the corner of my okay. my, uh, my bed. I thought you wanted it over there with you. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, what I mean by that is okay. So if, if Wayne Gretzky was playing in the league today, then you know that would be the kind of money that he dictates should he hit the free agent market. Let's say the trade never happens, and then the LA Kings want to sign him, they're going to pay twelve million a year for him, uh-huh. something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Is in he, in is, today's terms, yeah. Is Steven Stamkos that kind of a guy? Can you say he's like a game changer like Gretzky? Yeah, he could be Can a I game point changer. Can out, though? Uh, because 
you know, at the end of your lease, say you're leasing a vehicle and it's the best vehicle you've ever driven or you've ever owned to this point. So at the end of your lease, you're given an option of buying it out or getting a new one. Well, the buyout price may not seem like fair value to you because you've already had that car for so long. You know what it can do. You know, you know what it, to, it takes and, and so on and so forth. But to somebody else, that car is totally worth what your buyout is, even not even more. Yeah. Yeah. So what we need to look at it here is, is the best player we've had so far in our franchise, I'm going to throw it out there and say he is, is he worth the most amount of money? So is he as good to the Lightning as $12 million is a year is for the rest of the franchise? That is the question you need to answer before you sign Stamkos. Here's, here's the thing with Stamkos. As good as a player as he is, no organization knows him better than the Tampa Bay Lightning. And if Steve Eiserman is not moving yeah. earth and water to try to get him back on the team, then obviously he feels like they can go on without it. He's, he's stuck at 8.5. There's things he could do to make that a bigger offer, but he's not fucking going crazy trying to do that. You know, that's kind of what what I thought was going to happen this offseason was that they were just going to move earth and water to, to keep him on the team because of what Vinick was saying in all of the, uh, you know, his little press appearances. But now that here it was a while ago. too. It was a while ago. And here we are. And it's kind of like, here's your fucking deal. Take it or go fuck yourself. And uh, it may, I that's mean, both their faults, because it's now I go fuck yourself situation because they didn't get this deal done last season or over the season or in beginning of this offseason. They, they've drug it out to this far. That's both of their faults. I think they just kind of knew what what we would be facing these next two years. We've got a lot. I mean, there's a lot more than just Steven Stamkos to worry about on this team if we want to stay competitive. Iserman was part, one of the. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, okay. Iserman. <laughs> Iserman <laughs> is one of the most forward-thinking GMs you could, I think in the NHL. He knows what the plan is for three years from now. If it comes to that, he knows what was going to happen this offseason with needing Kucherov signed and Hedman's going to de- need a deal next year, and all these unrestricted free agents and all these guys that you know in the minors that they're going to have to try to fit in. He's he he knows the plan for all that, and he came to the conclusion that listen, for me to comfortably get this done. 8.5 is as high as I can go. If I go any higher than that, I'm fucking this team. I'm fucking the organization. And it's not going to be pretty in two to three years from now. But, okay, so let, let's play devil's advocate here, though. Um, let's look at the Blackhawks. A lot of people compare us to the Blackhawks, and they say that you want to keep these cornerstone kind of players. You want to keep the Patrick Canes and the uh, Jonathan Taves and the, Jonathan Taves and the, the Corey Crawfords and Duncan Keys. You want to keep those kind of guys, just Saint, just like uh, Pittsburgh with Malkin and Crosby, and I guess you could say Flurry, but I mean he's but, gone. Either yeah. He's on the trade block. But I mean, you kind of want to keep these cornerstones intact. So okay, go ahead. I think we have other cornerstones, though. I was I was just gonna say Kucherov, uh, every... Hedman, Vasilevsky. Those guys can be three cornerstones on your team if they all pan every... out the way we think. Yeah, Every move that Eisman has made in the near or in the most recent past is indicative of somebody who's not going to put all his eggs in one basket. Nick. He's not going to sign the entire team up to Stamkos' hitch. 
Nick, I want to I want to talk about something Anthony just said. You said if they pan out like we think they will, Stamkos has already panned out like we think he is. Like he, we know who he is at this point. He's going to put up those kind of numbers just about every season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why wouldn't you take the sure thing over the ah, maybe these guys will pan out because it's That's less a really money. Good question. It's, and because they can keep more of the team together, and there's guys in this team. Listen, I I say that, but I I know Kucherov and Hedman are are what they are at this point. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. The biggest would, wild card on this. In there. The two you biggest wild cards. Or Bishop. The two biggest wild cards on this team are Vasilevsky Vasquez, and Druin. If those guys reach their full yeah. ceiling and potential, you've got four players that are gonna are that are elite status in this league. Yeah. And that that alone, that alone gets you in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Cr- Show me a team that has four marquee players. I mean, four genuine marquee players that doesn't at least make the playoffs. I want you to think about this first line for five, six years. A rebounded Tyler Johnson, because there's nothing set in stone that says he's going to return to his form. But if he does, that's huge. And a Kucherov mm-hmm. and a Druin on his wings. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, that alone will elevate his game because J- Tyler Johnson being surrounded by the elitist of elite talent means his passes and his shots count for more because they're concentrating on those two. And hopefully Hedman and Strawman paired up on, on the defensive end of everything. Cuckoo eventually. I think you see Strawman on his yeah. way out. No, Strawman's here to stay. Strawman's no, 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 I didn't. No, I mean, in the next five years, he's going to be phased out. Oh well, he's gonna, but he's gonna live. He's gonna play through the rest of his contract. I would, I would pretty much, I would put a lot of money on that that he will. I think uh, mm-hmm. he was just rusty as hell in the playoffs, and that's why he looked off. But I think he's okay. So here's the question. I mean, these next two days are going to be very interesting because okay, so this we're this is going to get released on Friday. So I think if not today, being today being Friday or Saturday. Um, I don't know, man. I really, I really, honestly, would love to keep Stamkos. I want to see him back on the team. If not, just because he's he's a premier player. He's been here for years. Mm-hmm. I think he's a cornerstone of the franchise. Good captain. Good captain. I would say great captain. He's yeah, he's done he's, his job. But everything that I've guided. seen, every, every okay. go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say he's guided a few teams beyond where. Now, I know we knock on the experts all the time, but if we're going by standards and how they've called it over the past few years, the Tampa Bay Lightning have literally been the comeback kids the most. Yeah. And it's been by him. He's gotten, he's established himself as the leader of a team that does not say die. And that's a dangerous person because if you can convince an entire roster of adult sports or professional athletes, to work together to a point when most teams would give up. That's something special. And that's something you can't put down on a contract and say, well, that's worth this much. So twelve million me in a year. I want to bring up something great. Welch said, I think, I don't think I know if you take, if you were today, if you were going to take Carl Callahan and Philpola off this roster with no retained salary, keeping Stamkos would not be an issue. But we have these contracts that are sitting there that we can't move that are keeping us from keeping this guy. And they're going to handicap handicap us for a few more years. We're going to lose guys even if we don't sign Stamkos because of those contracts. Fuck, yeah. man. You know, everybody everybody praises the genius of Steve Eiserman, but look at these contracts. That's every GM. You can find blemishes on every GM's record. Everyone. Yeah, I don't know, most man. GMs don't have a consistent uh, 
pipeline of talent coming in through their minor system, and the Lightning do, and that's a lot to do with Steve Eiserman. So you could point a lot of fingers to the president, but <sighs> two, two years ago, Filippo's contract looked great. I'd rather have Stamkos, Hedman, and Kucherov than Carl Callahan and Filippo. It's 2020. Yeah, and Carl, like we've talked about Carl before. Carl was the asking price on the market for a defenseman, and Carl was a good defenseman before we signed him, of course. And Callahan is the one contract that I go look at Steve Eiserman and go, why? Why'd you do that? Well, it's funny you should mention that because it came out this week, or was it this week that uh, that came out where he had uh, surgery on his on his hip on his hip? hip. Yeah. So maybe maybe perhaps his some of his play would was let's hope so was <laughs> as a result of that. Yeah, let's hope so. It sucks. It'll, it'll suck to lose Stamkos, man. It it's, would. Uh, it's part. But, it's part of being a Tampa fan. And I think fan. we're gonna lose him. I, I do because at this point, if we're at if we're at this point right now, we're in the zero hour. Okay, it's fucking midnight June on the 23rd. doomsday clock of Stamkos. So that's it. This is it. He's done. Right. I mean, there's okay. no fucking. He can't sign till July first. So we always look for things to do in this off season and this barren wasteland of non sports events. I'm gonna create one. Before the end of this podcast, the bold prediction segment will be predi- will be replaced with our cold hard whole, cold hard prediction of where Stamkos is. Can we do that for Bishop too? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so, because okay. So you brought what are you up, fucking Kevin O'Donnell over here? Yeah, we can talk about Bishop. What are you Fox Thirteen News? <laughs> yeah, that huh? was a horrible tweet. I can't believe I fell for that shit. <laughs> All right, Nick. So um, you've been out of the loop this week, but Kevin O'Donnell from Fox Thirteen. Um, made a tweet i think it was on tuesday that that, uh the that a a trade between the calgary calgary flames and the tampa bay lightning was very close for ben bishop um i forget exactly the 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 terms that he used but basically he was like okay listen bishop is about to get traded to calgary you can kiss kiss his ass goodbye is is essentially what it was and then bob mckenzie called him a dim light bulb yeah bob mckenzie from from tsn calls him a dim light bulb he's like yeah some dim light bulb down in tampa saying calgary's making all kinds of tweet tweet, word for it (laughs) reports out of canada have a reports out of canada just the you know all of Canada, yeah, all of Canada, to, to, have a deal the way, in the work for the Lightning to trade there. Ben Bishop. Somebody literally heard me say that. <laughs> here's the here's the thing about that. This is this was uh, this is like my favorite story to follow this week because of how just like crazy this guy looked. Yeah, he looked nuts. But here's let's focus on Bishop because this is because now there's actual reports coming out that the Calgary Flames are going to come hard for Ben right, Bishop. Right, yeah. They're their GM. They want they're the top target. They want Ben Bishop. The Flames have a good young team. They have a lot of talent that they could give us, and they have a lot of they have three second round picks, and they also have number six. Yes. Yes. Ah, Beach do it. <laughs> so, a Ben Bishop trade with them would make sense, in my opinion. There's some guys on that team that I would like to see on our roster. Uh, I don't know how some of it's some of it's realistic. How realistic it is to get those guys on the roster, but. They're intriguing, and they really need a goalie. Like, they don't have yes, – they have Kari Ramo, and that's it. And Kari Ramo, Ramo sucks. Yeah, so, and he was their starter for a good portion of this year. So if Eiserman plays his cards right here, he could probably get a really nice treasure chest full of goodies for yeah. Ben Bishop. So, Bishop for uh, Bishop for Johnny Hockey straight up. Go fuck yourself, Steve Stamkos. <laughs> and, like, there we go. Boom. <laughs> Fucking team. Um, so can I, can I say everybody on this – would or at least that's familiar with this podcast would understand that I'm a 
Bishop supporter or leaner? I think we all are. I, I love Ben Bishop. No, we no, all no. do. I think I think Anthony is definitely on the Vassy train. But that's okay. We got to move on from. We got to move that's on. That's okay. My question, my, my my statement is is. Gotta move on, man. I'm. I've seen enough of Vasilevsky from the last two playoffs to feel comfortable that as long as he's getting continuous starting time, he's going to be amazing because. He's not a good backup. Well, that's because he's not backup material. You know, good engines don't perform on cheap in, cheap gasoline. You got to run them all the time. Nick, Nick there's going to be growing pains. I mean, like people, when this whole thing came out about trading Bishop away, people were like, oh my God, Bishop. Yes. Corey Conacher levels. This is going to happen. This is, any of this is going to happen. Like there is going to be a moment this offseason where every, our entire fan base is going to be heartbroken. The, the, the heartbreak is incoming, guys. It doesn't it's gonna matter. Happen. It's it going to happen, happen this season. A big, huge part of this franchise is leaving this season. It's yep. happening. It doesn't matter who. We knew this was happening. So, like, pick a, pick a guy. Uh, Steven Stamkos. Kucherov isn't getting a deal. Ben Bishop gets traded away. Uh, you know, Kucherov's going to get a deal. You shut your fucking mouth. Pay, just <laughs> pick a scenario. It's going to happen. We're, we, we, we're going to have to offload some of this talent. That's just the way that Somebody the competitive balance works Somebody in the NHL. You like, that you like have, that have you, you'd have seen for years on this team is going away. Yeah. Katie it's, Ebner in the chat. If Vasi doesn't pan out. Shit is going to hit the fans so hard. And, yeah, that's true. It is true. But, but Bishop gets hurt, and we trade Vassie away. Shit will hit the fan. That's true, and that's very it. true. But, listen, I think the organization has enough faith in Andre Vasileski to say, listen, here you go. Here's the reins. Take it over, kid. You know, you know Nick, uh, one thing you just said, if Bishop gets hurt, something, 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 something. That was our. That just happened two years in a row. The if Bishop that, gets yeah. hurt scenario happened two years in a row. So, yeah, we know what the fuck that happens if Bishop gets hurt. Let's see what happens if Vass. Yeah, three years in a row. You're, ex- Montreal, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Montreal. Yeah, yeah we got swept. One game in that series. Yeah, three years in a row oh, that's boy. happened. So I was blocking that year out. Thanks, guys. Yeah, the if Bishop gets hurt thing is like that's that's no, it's a, it's it's a if when. <laughs> yeah, it's when he gets hurt, then we're fucked. So it's it's time to put another guy out there. And I'm not saying fuck Bishop. I love Bishop. We I all mean, love I'm, Bishop. Yeah. And I'm listen. I'm even more than Stamkos. I'm thankful for what Ben Bishop has done for this team. Because without him, we wouldn't have made those cup. We wouldn't have made it as far as we did last year. We wouldn't have made it to the playoffs two years ago. It wouldn't have happened. Right. Ben Bishop has been a rock solid guy when he's healthy. But yeah. it is time to get something for him to help this team going forward and to hand the reins over to the kid. Yeah. Yeah. If you really think that he's your future, he's got to take the it's reins. Time. It's time. It it's is time. time. I think, not, yeah. Not a lot of prospects get three years to. To make for the organization to, to to scrutinize and say, and go. Most teams get a year and a half tops because they get somebody from another team for half a year, and then they're given a year before they're like, okay, is this guy valuable? Ship him out. Go. It's a lot of ifs, but if Vasilevsky pans out, he's going to be elite for fucking twelve, thirteen years. You know, if he stays healthy. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a comparison to something I heard a long time ago about uh, Josh Freeman, and and I'm not comparing one to the other, but what but what I heard essentially was, you will see flashes of greatness in a player that is truly great, and that kind of resonated with me. So ever since then, whenever we get like a high draft pick or whenever somebody like it's like okay, this guy's a this guy's a, a super prospect. I always look for those flashes of greatness. So, you know, you see that with 
Jameis Winston. You see that with Jonathan Druin. And you've seen that him. with Vasilevsky's. Like, he's had his flashes of greatness. He had a whole flash in the Penguin series. Yeah. That was one he big fucking top flash. Goal. Like, on the, they did a top 10 Saves, uh, you mean? review on TSN of, like, top plays of the playoffs. He had number one with that save against Pittsburgh. Yep. And you know it sucks what happened at the end there in Game 7. We let that one trickle through, but it's he's growing. Listen, I want this fan base to get prepared to deal for dealing with a young goalie. It's going to happen a lot this year if, he, yep. if Bishop leaves. Yeah, I want you to get prepared now and I, to fucking have nights where he looks like he can't stop anything or have yeah. nights where he lets in a softie or two. He's going through growing pains. This is the most common thing with goalies. Carey Price had him, and look at him now. The guy's a yeah. fucking stonewall, okay? I- Guys, I got a question. What's up? So do you think, I mean, I know a lot's going to change in the next few months, but. In the next few days, even. <laughs> okay, well, still, a lot's going to change before the next se- the beginning of next season. But I'm not asking for records or places or anything, but do you feel like the team's going to be worse or as good or better than this team this year? It's a tough call. Uh, it depends on like I like I said earlier. It's a lot of ifs. It's a ton of fucking ifs. If uh, Druin uh, can continue, Cuckoo it, and yeah. Angelus, uh, who else is going to be called up that needs to pan out? Probably Tanner Richard's going to get a shot. Look, uh, uh, let, here's the thing. I just want to finish my thought. If Druin continues to keep his, up his dominance from the playoffs, that's a big that's a big improvement on what we had. He's an elite first line winger. If Kucherov comes back and continues playing the way he was, if Vasilevsky pans out and Bishop leaves, there's a lot of ifs here. But if those ifs go the way we think they will, then I think we can be just at the same spot or better. I think. I I you I are agree. taking like thirty something goals out of the lineup though. Within, I agree with you though. I think that. Uh, regardless of what happens this next offseason, we're going to make the playoffs again. Now, how deep we go into those playoffs remains to be seen. I think um, if you trade a guy away like Stamkos, or I'm sorry, if, if Stamkos happens to leave and you trade away a guy like Bishop, then perhaps that window extends. You know, I've seen a lot of window talk this week, yeah. and, and, you know, I've kind of made fun of it, but I, I think there is something to that. So I think. You know, Iserman's the kind of guy that's going to – he's going to try to keep that window open for as long as he can to try to give us the most shots at that cup. Uh, which mathematically means no Stamkos. Which means, you know, perhaps no Stamkos. And, and if you want to go all in and keep Stamkos – if they do keep Stamkos, Stamkos, you're basically pushing all your chips to the middle of the table for the next couple of years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because then, then you're, getting away, you're getting rid of a lot of your young talent, especially if they pan out like we think they will. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough situation. I, I don't it know. might take another year of this team with no Stamkos of growing back together and healing wounds, and Brian Boyle will be gone and other guys will be gone. They're going to have to grow together again. Look, guys, this is going to be one of those off-seasons. We haven't had – I think we've gone a year without, like, a big heartbreaking loss, but, I mean, this is going to be one of those kind of uh, David Price – uh, Vinny LeCavier, this is going to be one of those big loss kind of seasons. We're used to them with the Rays. We're, we're kind of used to them with the Lightning, with St. Louis and, and LeCavier, maybe Brad Richards. Uh, you know, John Lynch went on to do greater things, work done. Uh, this is going to be one of those years, guys. It's one of the one of the. You've bought a jersey for this guy. He's going to leave. He's about to leave this yep. year. If this you want to read year. the tarot cards, go to uh, the, your local mall and look at the jerseys on sale. Yeah, they're leaving. We had a we had a really quiet off season last year. Nothing happened really, and now we're about to have one of the most 
busy off seasons in Lightning history. Throughout, throughout all teams. Raiders. That right. was pretty big. Well, no, not throughout all teams, but for us last year it was <laughs> super quiet. I'm just saying, like, you know, we haven't had a big uh, – you know, a big figure loss here since David Price. We don't handle that. Well. Or Darrell Revis. Revis was another big good. one. Remember when Revis yeah, left? Yeah, but we, we shipped him out the door. <laughs> I was fuck. What the fuck are we doing? Oh, we got oh, we got Alteron Vern. Everything's going to be okay, guys. <sighs> Kyle's Bucks hatred is coming up. All right, well. Well, uh, it is that season. Yeah, are we are we, uh, are we done with the lightning for I now? I think so. Okay. I'm done, yeah. Let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, let's reset the mix with chat because there's only 14 minutes left on that. And then we'll talk we'll talk bucks and we'll talk rays. So Okay. Here's a little something that you guys knew, but I'm gonna tell you anyways. With Loot Crate, you get collectibles, apparel, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises delivered right to your door every single month. We're talking new t shirts in every crate, figures, comics, uh, stuff for your kitchen. Guys, they've got a wide range of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else, from fan favorite franchises like Harry Potter to Marvel Comics to Fallout 4. Star Wars, and so much more. Uh, you can get all of this for less than $20 a month by going to lootcrate.com slash shark and putting in the promo code shark. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark. You're going to get 10% off your first Loot Crate subscription. Uh, it's a $45 value in every box. You're getting it for less than $20 a month, and you're getting 10% off by going to lootcrate.com slash shark and putting the promo code shark. Why wouldn't you do it? So my question is, for those during the break, we were discussing college football. So, guys, if the USF Bulls start doing well, what do you do? Nothing. They've done well in my life. Do you keep? Do you keep your allegiance to? Yeah. Oh. I do. No. No. And I'm not just saying that because you know I didn't have. I really realized Anthony. Florida State. You realize my wife. My wife went to and graduated from USF. Anthony, you officially become that guy. I have become that guy. You will be that I've guy. I've been that guy. You're going to be that guy. Listen. You're going to be that guy. Gators are playing the Bulls in, in Raymond James Stadium. You're going to be Bulls there before. with your Gator gear. They played the Bulls before. You're going to be that guy. Stupid Gator. I'll be that fucking guy, and you can't do anything to stop You're going to be that guy. You're going to be... You're gonna be Mr. Lightning slash Jays fan. You're gonna be Mr. Like Red Sox slash Bucks fan. That's not the same thing at all. And the Red Wings. Here's the thing, asshole. All right, I I've been going since I was a kid. I'm gonna say all the cliches. I'm gonna say all. I'm gonna say the story. Same old shit. My violin out. I mean, let's be honest. Bulls aren't going to do anything. But although I did make the statement when I was in Vancouver, if I moved up here, I would put the uh, Canucks right up there with the Lightning. No, you wouldn't. It is well. In, it, <laughs> yeah, I would I probably would. In Anthony's defense, it is slightly different because it's not not a pro team. It's not like an out team or outside of state team. Like if you pull, I, go to school I mean, there. there is some ties to Gainesville. He would, yeah, he goes to school there, and, and if you. I'm sure if you poll everybody in Tampa, it's going to be Gators, Seminoles. Seminoles, and then the Bulls. Or Miami. Or, yeah, Gators, Seminoles, Miami, LSU, Alabama, um, and, you know, um, then Let the me, Bulls. Can I say this? When they made that run to get number two, I was so strongly behind them. Like, I was all over them. And it, when they're good, I support them. Like, I go to Bulls games. Like, I do. Nick, we I'm have not in Gainesville. We have a story about this, Nick, you and I. Yes. Remember this? Yes. Winghouse, correct? Yeah, Winghouse. We're we're at Winghouse. It's during that number two season where 
What was it? Was it a? Was it a? I think it was a Gator Seminole game, wasn't it? It was Gator Seminoles game, and this is the funny thing. My wife, my my future wife, was there at the time with on her on a date. So it was a it, it was a Gator Seminole game. It was a Gator Seminoles game, and we, we all went to watch this uh, the game, and it happened to be when the Bulls were also playing Wisconsin. Rutgers. I forget, I forget who. Was it Rutgers? It wasn't Rutgers. No, it wasn't Rutgers. That was the night game. That was an ABC game. But uh, well, we beat number two. The, Help the, us, chat. The story. The story goes like this. Okay, so it, it was a room full of of rival college football fans mm-hmm. that whenever USF did good, they united to to root for USF. <laughs> like so, it was like fuck, boo, like like. But like when yeah. when USF did good, everybody like the whole crowd was like everybody Woo! was clapping and cheering. Like I saw, I got high fives from a lot of Gator fans because it was like the Bulls just beat blah blah blah. Yeah. You know what would help the Bulls tremendously, and people will disagree with me, but if they got their own stadium on campus they've been talking about that if if they got their own stadium with their own gig and stuff like that i think that would help them tremendously but it's it's hard to get behind a team that plays in somebody else's stadium dude right there and the stadium's always empty even on the sellout games it's empty right there on uh on um fowler right before mosey where they do the fair now or where they do the renaissance where they do the renaissance fair yeah they're getting rid of mosey yeah so like i think mosey's moving moving or something yeah they're moving somewhere else and you got you got that big space where Mosey is. You got the big space where the where the Renaissance Fair is. Oh God, they gotta build a stadium. Like, and it doesn't have to be a huge ninety thousand seat stadium. Like no. there's colleges that have like thirty thousand. Yeah, less than that, twenty five thousand. It should be like a thirty thousand seat fill stadium. It. Yeah, fill it every night. You know what it should, it should look like? You know what would be awesome? And expand if you t- if the team gets bigger. Oh my God, you know what would be awesome? What is is if they did? Uh, they designed their stadium like old Tampa Stadium. That'd be cool. And it, it's like the new sombrero. That's yeah, what they call smaller. it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> Embrace you look, your, your heritage. If you looked at the way old Tampa Stadium was, it was basically, it, it looked like a uh, college football stadium. If I'm not mistaken, I think they closed Tampa Stadium, USF did. I think they were the last football game to take place. They, it, actually, I think it was like the Rowdies. Oh, okay. But like, well, I said football. But look at this, Anthony. Look. Ooh. Check this out. Is that not a college football stadium? That is that is old Tampa Stadium. Just condense it, yeah. Look at that yeah. thing. It's, it's, a, it's a sombrero, but yeah, it's that is a goddamn football stadium, or a goddamn college football stadium. So, yeah, I I love that. I I, I feel like USF is just wildly adopted, or not wildly, but everybody adopts them as like that's my second team. If you live in Tampa, and some people have it as their first team, don't get me wrong, but like. There's just too many deep-rooted Florida, FSU, yeah, and Miami fans here for anybody to go, yeah, they're my main team. I agree. I and agree. I don't think that's a bad thing. As long as you support them when they're up and stuff like that and go to the games if you can and stuff, that's fine. And people still – I root for the Bulls every time I see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, everybody does – honestly, to a lesser degree, but UCF, two years ago when – the Knights went on their crazy run Fiesta where they Bowl. played in the second biggest game and beat Purdue. Baylor, I think. Baylor, okay. So they, they whooped the shit out of them I, they in did. a big, pretty they big game. They went Yeah, and then they haven't won a game since. <laughs> if let's say this, if I if I wasn't raised as a Gator fan, I'd definitely be a USF fan. No yeah. yeah. Well, if I was raised on college football, I think I would have been steered towards the Bulls just because local team. Hey Nick, yeah. Did you have any? Do you have any takes on the whole Austin's Ferry and Jenkins thing? 
<laughs> yeah, you weren't here last um, week. Honestly, I got to, when I found out all about it, when I had finally gotten back into the, the, the loop of sports, he had already apologized. And I'm like, what happened? And I got to see everything after the culmination. I'm like, ah, idiot. Well, at least he apologized. <laughs> yeah, so, that's basically, you that's went through the whole thing. <laughs> I did. That was my process. In like a condensed manner, Nick was sitting at his desk like, idiot. Oh, he apologized. <laughs> I did. I looked through, like, I, I, I went through my uh, sports app, and it was like, I, I went to the box, and it was just like, Austin Sverre Jenkins leaves practice, and it shows me the video clip. I'm like, yeah, fucking moron. And then I saw clips, and then it was like, Austin's fair Jenkins apologizes, apologizes public, and I'm like, oh, well, look he at got that. kicked out and then left, didn't he? And then how it went? Yeah, yeah. Still an idiot. Still an idiot. Trade uh, him. Get him out. Get him off my team. Cameron Bright coming in hot. Cameron Bright, come in hot. Who? You know what? Who tweeted today that like Cameron? Was it you that no. like is like Cameron Bright? Uh, oh, wait a second. Cameron is Cameron Bright the guy with long. Hair? No, no, that's no. Uh, Myers. Does he even know? Dan Myers. Or Dan Vitale? You mean? I mean yeah, well, oh. he cut it though. It was Vitale. He didn't have longer, but he cut it. No, no, no. Somebody tweeted today. Like Pewter Report had a had a uh, um, like a thing Cameron on Myers, Bray. On, like our Cameron Bray about like how he's been looking good in, in mini cams. Yeah. And somebody was like, "Is he like calling people's moms and telling them they want to fuck his moms on Twitter or like what's going <laughs> on <laughs> with Cameron Bray?" Twitter humor. <laughs> Um, so, do you got anything on everything else on the box? Because ASJ is kind of like a, a yeah. Now, yeah, now that we're on it, ESPN did an article about Gerald McCoy. I guess I guess they said that his work ethic is is not up to par, something like who's that. This? Wait, who's this? ES Espen. Espen. Oh. I I don't give a fuck. Like I seriously don't. Like I know I know we know what Gerald McCoy is. Like let's move on. Fucking stupid. He's Tampa good. Yep. That's yep. all. That's all. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's Tampa Dante good. Is David Tampa good? Ooh. Or is he really good? This season, I think he might be really good. Kyle, be careful. This season, <laughs> this season will prove what Levante David is. Because if I don't see greatness out of him this season, then he's Tampa good. That's it. I mean, everybody, everybody's riding his dick constantly about how great Levante David is. And if I don't I think there's some merit there. There is merit there. He had a great season, but it was it was under Greg Shiano. It's under a completely different system. He had system. a good season last year. After you called him out. He had a fair season yeah. last year. I'm looking at the I'm looking specifically at the you like that Washington Redskins game <laughs> where <laughs> his hands are on his head after letting the fucking slant pass go right by him for the touchdown, for the go ahead touchdown. Like you know, would have would uh uh, Luke Keekley have let that pass through? Like, mm -hmm, I don't know. No, he would have just taken off his helmet and the quarterback would have been dazed by his good looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, Luke Keekley. Have yeah. my babies. Like, you're a man. Get away from me. Twitter loves you. <laughs> I think this is kind of a make or break year for Levante David. In, in terms of, like, do I think he's a great player? Do I think he's a good player? Like, is if he does something this year, then he's a great player. If not, then I, he's simply just Tampa good. He's he's Longoria Gerald McCoy level. I want to make so that question. Basically, Gerald McCoy was two seasons ago had this opportunity. Yeah, I want to make this question a little broader. Is this year for the Bucks a make or break for you personally? Because Kyle, I feel like you're at the end of your fucking rope with six, this organization. Six and, no, no, six no, and no. ten. Wait, before Kyle, before you answer that question, as somebody who nope. spent many seasons with Kyle. No, that's just him. That's just what the Bucks do to him. Six and ten. We're going six and ten this year. Really? Yep. 
Calling it now? Calling it now. With a few beers in you. No, no, I called it I called it the other night, six okay. and ten. Right. We got a we got a tough schedule. If we go six and ten, honestly, I'll be happy. The rest of Tampa won't be happy. The rest of Tampa will be calling for, for Dirt Cutter's head. Mark my fucking okay. words. Fire him right now. What That's would what make you not happy? Besides like the obvious like oh and sixteen. Anything less than that. Anything like, less than that? Yeah, five, five wins. eleven. Yeah, four five eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I the only one that sees playoffs? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. All right, I'll be the dreamer. There's no fucking way. There's no way, dude. I mean, okay, okay. Let's make a bet. I'll put a standing bet up with both of you. Okay. Me and Kyle have to do this co- this this podcast of banana suits if we if we yeah really we'll with do video it live. on yeah. And we had no we and we had to live stream it so the uh, people on Patreon can get that lovely lovely video of footage. By the way, SharkDriver.com, Next to the home button is the Patreon button. So, um. Yeah. I just want to look. I, I want to look at the schedule. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's, let's, run, let's run through it. Fuck it. Let's run through it. W or loss. We're going to run through <laughs> right it. That. Let's run through it right now. And then, like, again, after the. Like, we'll address it after just we before, know more about our team. No, just before the uh, regular season, we'll do it again. Yeah, let's write this shit down. Yeah. Man. All right. It, two out of three gets the. gets the, we, That's our official uh, mark. Uh, all right. No, I'll say this much. Maybe. Uh, week so, one. Week one. Okay, go ahead. Atlanta Falcons, one o'clock, Fox thirteen. Where? When? Uh, at at Falcons. L. Wow. When? Wow. When's the last time when? we opened up against the Falcons? I don't never. Think we, w. I don't think we ever have. It's usually we the Panthers. Coach. Yeah, we've never opened at the Panthers it. or at the Falcons. I'm, g- I'm giving an L for that one. I just feel like on the road. Wait. Even though we beat them twice last year. Wait, Nick. What did you say about their coach? We took them. Yeah, is it, maybe that's why. Yeah, because he wasn't with them. Yeah, we kind of did though, because it's like it's uh, oh, Dirk Cutter and Mike Smith, like a returning, thing. returning right, so to I'll Atlanta. Keep track of mine. You guys keep track of your own respective records. There's I'm at story. one and zero. Fine, that's a win. You fucking I say we open, motherfucker. We open big with a win. Okay. Uh, Write this shit down. Guys. At Cardinals, loss. 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 Week three, Rams at home, loss. Win. That's a win. Casey Keenum is their fucking starter right nope. now. It's going to be golf by Nope. Then. They're going to eat fucking. They're going to eat Jameis up. They're going to eat nah. him up. Nope. Yep. That defense That's, is going to eat him up. I'm giving him a win in week three. Nope. Yep. So week four, okay. Broncos home loss. Mm, loss. They're not. They don't have Manning anymore, man. They have Mark Sanchez. I lost. I'll give him a loss because I, I just remembered that defense. Week five at Panthers loss. Yeah, it's a loss. So we're, I'm sitting at one and four right now. Yeah, I'm at same. two and three. Me too. One and four. Week seven at 49ers. Wait, did we do week six? That's a, that's week, a six is, week six is a bye. Okay, cool. Week, week seven's a win. Week seven is a win. I will say yeah, win. win. Yeah, we, we, we go to the West Coast for once and Jeff win. Jeff Driscoll might be the quarterback by then. The 49ers are terrible. And especially because oh, okay. it's after a bye week. So, like, a lot of times when we go to the West Coast, we struggle. But this is after a bye week. So, I think we're going to have a week uh, of rest. We're going to get there early. We're going to already be used to the time change. The, the 49ers are, are shit. Since first year. <laughs> yeah, we're going to win against the 49ers. All right. And then, the very next week, Oakland Raiders at home. Win. Win. Easy. Win. No. Mm, the Raiders are really improved, apparently. I'm going to say win. I'm I'm, I'm still going to okay. say win. I think we get up That's for the win. Raiders. Win at home. We're going to gain some confidence. We're going to get some confidence right, back. Two in a row. We're going to start being like, oh, man, we might be able to make the playoffs. So. Wait, wait. <laughs> and then Falcons at home. Win. win. 
Yeah, it's three sweep in a row. Em. Yeah. Three in a row. There you go. Oh, you sweep them. And then <laughs> next week, Bears win at home. That's a win. That's Bears. a loss. Actually got four what wins the, in a row. What did the Bears got to offer? Loss. Really? Yeah. Bears at home loss. Yep. Yep. The curse of Lovey. Curse of Lovey. We couldn't beat them last year. We should have beat them last year. Couldn't beat them I last year. That's true. Four in a row, gentlemen. It's going to be one of those close games where we're like, why did we not win this? Changing like, my pick. Jameis is going to throw an interception late in the game or something. And loss. Then it's loss. loss. I'm, I'm giving him a loss. That feels like a game we lose. All right. All right. That's yeah. totally. Three. Yeah, we're riding high. Three straight. That always Bears happens. come in. Fuck you, Bears. Loss. Yep. <laughs> loss. Happened last year. <laughs> Chiefs at home. Or at, at, at Chiefs. I'm sorry. At I Chiefs. That's a loss. That's a loss. That's a loss. If it was at home, it might be different. But to play. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Smith's going to throw a bunch of five-yard outs. I, I'm not yep. keeping track of mine. Ah, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, next week, uh, Seahawks at home at Raymond James. Win. That's a, that's that's a, a loss. Really? I'm that's gonna a win. loss. It's a loss. I'm going to go win. Fuck it. That's my wild card. Ooh. Do you guys do you guys notice something? We're at week 12. What's missing? In- injuries? No. What, what team is missing from this? From from this, we've played the the Niners, the Falcons, the Bears, the Chiefs, the Saints. The, the Saints. The Saints. Where are the Saints at? They're gonna, we're going to be playing them real close to each other. Yeah. Next week, Saints at home. Win. 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 Wow, yeah. I got two wins. That's a, a win. again after two losses. Uh, week after that, Cowboys at Dallas. Loss. loss. That's a loss. Yep. Next week, uh, Saints at the Saints. Loss. loss. You loss. always chalk it up at the Dome as a loss. And then Even Panthers. We won last year, I think, didn't we? At home. That's a win. Panthers. We figured we've seen them once. They nah, beat us fuck them. That's a loss. Uh, that's a win. They're they're resting their starters at this point. Cam Newton's <laughs> Cam Newton's yeah, yeah no, seriously. he's on Did the that bench. That matter last year. Yeah, he's that's a win. <laughs> that's gonna be a win. All right, so let's see. I'm Cam gonna, Newton's on the bench that game. I'm gonna count up my, my stuff here, gentlemen. Shit, what what did I say? Is there a week seventeen? Yeah. Oh What's yeah. The last yeah, game. Stupid. Yeah, the Panthers was the last game. I don't I don't know. There's sixteen games. There's seven. There's seventeen weeks. There's sixteen. We had games a bye. We had a bye week. Yeah. Bye week. Yeah. We got, the bye was uh, week six. I, I forget what I, I said. I only have 15 games. I had 6 and 10. I, right where Kyle predicted. I, I forget where I predicted, but I'm I'm probably right around there. Oh, wait. Never mind. All right. I'm, I'm an idiot. Okay. 6 and 10. I got 9 and 7. You know what's going to be the difference is if Jameis... That's going to make the playoffs? 9 and 7 makes the playoffs. No. In our in this division, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Let's see what the Panthers do. 16 and 0. You know, Jameis is going to have to have a, a really great season. Uh, our defense is going to have to – Mike Smith and the defense is going to have to have a really um, – I don't know, man. we got a tough, tough schedule. No. Cow- Cowboys, Bears, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, 49 yeah, – Broncos. The butt. <laughs> you say that until they fuck us in the butt. Nah, we'll be fine. Cardinals, Rams, Broncos. 72 Dolphins, here we come. <laughs> Undefeated. Calling now, motherfucker. If we win week one, that'll be the podcast. We're going undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening, motherfuckers. You know you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this, but I, I, I did not, like an idiot, record what I just said. When you edit it, you'll hear it. I'll hear it, mm. and um, we're going to do this again. 
We're going to do this again yeah, right this right before the one. season after starts. After preseason. Yeah, after preseason. Let's do this again. that's a real good measure of your team. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Honestly, it is. I mean, All right, so I've got a question, guys. All right, so Kyle, you got to add yours up, but I think you were on the below 500 scale. He was I, about where I was. I was in five or six. I think you were, yeah, because you're definitely down there. I'm six and, and I was ten, definitely I on the above 500 scale. So what do you think is more likely, me to change my post-preseason judgment to – to down or for both of you to come up to positive? We probably go up, I think, me yeah. and Kyle do. I think we're going to see some pretty marked improvement, but it's probably going to be a lot of false hope. Well, good, because this last segment of the of the podcast is going to take long, because I agree with you. I'm starting low. Like, I'm batting low. I, I've been disappointed too many times as a Bucks fan. I'm on so, that train as well. Um, nah. Jameis is going to have to yeah, show a lot of improvement. Fine. Dude, I can't, I can't sit here and confidently say that this team is going to be any better until they show me that they will. Yep. Well, that's because we've been hearing that shit for how many years, man? How many fucking years have they said, ah, we're going back to the playoffs. This is it. You know, it's funny you should say, I was listening to Justin Pulaski's podcast off the edge. um, And he was saying like how this team looks like a real football team. And I'm like, yeah, man, that, that's awesome. But, like, I feel like I hear that every offseason. They're in underpants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, I, it's a league-wide uniform. You have to. I'm sure they look better in some aspects, and I'm sure they probably look worse in some. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like the roster is maybe a little better. Maybe I'm. I, maybe we're just too much of a pessimist we right now. We probably are. Yeah, maybe. I mean... I, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change that until they show me. I can't blame guys like Justin for being for being optimistic about the team. But I'm just. I'm just such a pessimist at this point that I'm just like, uh, show me something good. Show me. Come out. Come out strong. Don't have another Tennessee game. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I just remember all those Josh Freeman years. Everybody's like, oh, he's looking great in camp, and then we're like, ah, everything sucks. Then he got into cocaine. Yeah. Oh, allegedly. We don't and then know. Snakes got into cocaine. We don't know that for sure, but. Yeah, probably got a little bit of cocaine. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I don't. There's no other news that. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's talking powder, Anthony. Oh God, someone called nine one one. I'm fine, man. Oh man, we're we're late. We're pretty. Oh shit, we're at an hour already. We yeah, got, we haven't even talked about the Rays. Fuck. Eh. Oh, brother, we got to talk about the Rays. Okay, guys, is it? Are we ready to ask if the Rays suck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's ask. Well, the, let's do it right now. Let's ask if the Rays suck. Three, two, one. Rays suck. Bum, bum, bum. Gotta stop doing that. Dude. He doesn't use that anymore. No, I like I like that people still do that because yeah. <laughs> because like I always use a different song. So, but I always use that for the outro. So, yeah, guys, the Rays. We have we've talked nothing about them this podcast. And I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder because why. They're, they're dookie. Did you guys know that Chris Archer leads the league in losses at ten? Ugh. He's our ace. Ooh. He's our ace. Yeah. This whole team just makes me make noises. I can't even say anything about them anymore. 
Yeah, no, I know. They're just guttural responses yeah. to just the Isn't that so hey, But you know what? We've had a lot of bad luck. We've had a lot, a lot of bad luck this week with, with injuries. You um, are bad luck. You know, this team is cursed. What would this What would this team look like right now if Forsyth had stayed healthy? If Kevin Kiermaier were in the lineup? If If Brad Boxberger was there to work? If we that, had a catcher. If we had a fucking catcher. <laughs> but I mean, Steve Pierce is now on, on the. Uh, um, he was our best hitter the whole. He's been our best hitter the whole season. He's on the DL. What? I, he's not hamstring. He's, he's on the thirty day DL, 15. I believe. Fifteen day DL. 15 day DL. And then. Uh, who else went to the DL? Then reassessment. Geyer's been on the DL. Brandon Geyer's been on the DL, but somebody else just the other day. Smiley looked like he might have been hurt, but he he wasn't putting it. Nothing happened there. Mm, Smiley's he's looking a little Dude, shaky. He's fucking time bomb. I'm telling you, <laughs> he is. Yeah. And a lot of moving parts. Yep. But that's uh, uh, Taylor Motter. Or no, no, no. Mikey Matuk. I'm Matuk's, sorry. Yeah, fractured Matuk, hand. Uh, yeah, fractured hand. He's on the 15 day DL as well. So. Bach. Yeah, that it it's been it's been tough this year for the Rays injury wise. And Tropicana is on top of the Indian burial ground, calling it right now. You might be right, man, because I think if we would if we would at least stayed healthy as far as you know offensively, then we may be looking at a better team right now. But you know, it's it's real tough. It's the curse of uh, Pat Burrell. <laughs> yeah, really. Any free agent hitter we bring Burrell, in, you yeah. piece of shit. In other news, fuck still. Or still fuck Carl Crawford. I don't like that. Hey, guy. he might be coming back. He might, we yeah. don't have any outfielders. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, please. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Crawford, he's like, I don't have any knees. We're like, fuck it. Come on. We, we lowered the, the. We'll give you Desmond field. Jennings' please, knees. Somebody. We'll let you Wait, play that doesn't solve anything. <laughs> he gets on the team. Desmond Jennings is like, hi, I'm Desmond Jennings. I was supposed to be the next you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he, and then they both start crying. Like yeah, <laughs> I was supposed to be the next me. Where's my silver slugger? Should have heard what they said about me in Boston. I was never a fucking MVP. God damn it! <laughs> oh man, it's it's Tim been... Beckham comes over like, hey guys, I know uh, who this. Get the fuck out of here, Tim. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. Yeah. I heard rumors. You could have. You should have been Buster Posey. To... Go get some more sunflower seeds, Tim. <laughs> I heard we had rumors of somebody going to the Marlins. Who? Jake Odorizzi. Oh, Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi was, was rumored. Uh, Marlins were taking a look at Jake Odorizzi. Most which, consistent starter. Get the fuck out of here. Trade. We don't need you. You got to trade somebody. I think I think just like the Lightning, you got to get rid of you got to get rid of one of these guys. You can't keep everybody. Yeah. Should we should, should we trade Archer? God, Archer. Should we trade? Him? Can we trade the rights to Cobb? Should we trade? What a fucking what a. A, a complete unraveling of a of a guy, and it sucks because I love him as like a you know I, I like his little Jaden Smith. I think it's tweets, his hair. The hair. I like his personality. I like him like overall, but like, god damn man, what's going what's going on this year? With I think him? he's a two pitch pitcher. Yeah, you might be right. Fastball slider. Yeah. And the teams are like, figured you the fuck out. Well, his slider's not Afro even boy. there. His slider's is barely there. But yeah, he's 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 thinking he can he can make his name off the fastball just like David Price. Like, dude, you're, you're not David Price. You're not your you fastball is not David Price's fastball. Like, it's like what 94? Price has got movement. Doesn't it's it? got movement. Yeah, Archer doesn't have that kind of thing. And I think he's 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 leaning too much on that. And he's like, all right, well, I still got my slip. Fuck. Like that's that's basically what it is. Hold and, on. and he gets banged. Up. And listen, to be fair, he's getting banged up early, and then he's settling in. Usually, 
Yeah, you know what that tells me is usually through the the first time through the lineup, a pitcher is relying mostly on his fastball. So that tells me that yep. the hitters are just like, oh, yep, there you go. They're just yeah, fucking they just take a 5-0 lead no, and they can't do anything. It tells me he has no faith in his secondary pitches. Exactly. Like, first time through the lineup, you should just cruise through that if you're, if you're an ace. Like, like where you're going to get in trouble as yeah. an ace is in, the, is in the third and fourth inning. Like, that's where you're going to get in trouble. But, you know – your first time through the lineup, you should fucking dominate. You know, absolutely dominate, blow guys away. That's what an ace is, and Great he's not. Great ball just making a good point. Every single elite level pitcher always has this one really fucking weird season. Where's David Price's weird season? Isn't it fucking when he was hurt. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Right at the Cy Young. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it it could be that. It, we listen. Archer could come back, and I was trading about the. I was kidding about the trading thing, but. Archer could come back next year and light it up, and we could completely forget about this season and be like, what the fuck? I don't know what happened there. Who cares? He's but got the stuff, man. He's just got to get that third pitch. David Price's weird season is the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Katie, Katie with Actually, Sam. His, his weird season is this season. David Price is fucking awful this year. He looked good last game. He, well, he, he – like, I don't follow the Red Sox, but he's I David Price, but yeah. Why would I follow that? That is the only proper response to that question. Uh, Chris, it, it 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 baffles me because he's it, it for all intents and purposes he's got the stuff. Oh, Kyle said that. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like when you look at Archer, he's he's got all the makings of an ace, but it just can't put it together. You can't put it together. Uh, Snell's well, then, been is rough. That truly, an ace. Snell's been or rough. Is that like but that's Tampa Ace. Yeah. Snell, it, it's, it's Tampa Ace, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you're right, Anthony. Snell gets a pass. I don't care what he does this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, he's just working through it. He do, he's just do your thing. Go out there and do yep. your thing. I made it. I I I, uh, I had a tweet this week where I was like, "Fuck him, get him off the team." And I was just kind of exaggerating. I had the same yeah. sort of tweet. Yeah. And people were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was the typical Tampa knee-jerk reaction. Like, let the guy work through his stuff. Just like uh, Vasilevsky's, the guy's going to have some growing pains. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Did you? What? Did you fall out of your chair? No, no, oh. no, no, no. I scooted okay. in when I adjusted my chair too high and it pushed the table. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I my think fault. Blake Snell, he's, he, he's just having trouble early, which, uh, you, you know what? The guy's, right now, the guy is truly a two-pitch pitcher. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's just trying to work through his things. Snell's going to be fine. He, he reminds me of uh, Matt Garza, though. He's got a lot of different pitches that he can rely on. And where's what, that fucker right once now? Once he finds all Milwaukee, of them, I think. yeah, I think in Milwaukee, I think he's doing okay. I think Garza. he's hurt actually. Is he? Yeah, I, I think yeah, maybe. Fuck I've never heard about him doing bad. I've always heard that he's doing okay, but like Blake Snell reminds me of kind of a Matt Garza kind of guy. Like he's gonna have, he's got a lot of different tools in his arsenal that he can use against you. And none of them are elite. None of them. Eh, no, I think a lot of them are, or okay. a few of them are going to be elite. And I think that, um, you know, going forward, I think he's going to be a big part of our rotation. He'll be the true ace. He's just got to. I think this is going to be a great well, I've season. I've heard this before. Have you? Where? Yeah, I have. What town? What town would make expectations like that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cleveland, Tampa. <laughs> My fucking hometown. <laughs> Can I transition to something real quick? Yeah. Did you see those Cleveland fans that ate horse shit off the ground? Yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, that actually happened. Excuse me. While They're I go. Cleveland normal. Listen, when Tampa wins another championship, I say we eat dolphin shit. 
out of the bag. I hope these were the same motherfuckers. You find dolphin shit in an immediate amount of time after winning the championship. <laughs> I'll eat it with Cops you. Cops are gonna be riding dolphins by then. What? It, what? Oh. What? Kyle's live reaction right now to this. All right. So this is from let's, SB Nation. Let's do it. We should give y'all fair warning. The video you're about to see is what we say it is. Uh, a man from Cleveland's parade rushing to a pile of crap, picking it up, putting pieces in his mouth, and then in the end, he tosses him. What is what is going on? Yeah, this really happened. Let's get what Kyle's live reaction right now. What? Turn your camera on. Wait, what is... Okay, okay, here... Is this the video? Barstool Sports tweeting out a video. There was like a vine of it or something. <laughs> Turn your camera on. <laughs> oh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> this guy looks like me. This is like some shit I would do. So this guy... Kyle's face. That was the best thing I've this ever guy seen comes in my out life. of the, He just he just runs out of the crowd, <laughs> like, oh, you guys think I want any shit off the ground? And then he picks it up off the ground and eats it. What is happening? Cleveland <laughs> won a championship, man. Look, Hell Anthony, better. come on. I couldn't get look, my phone, look at this. phone out quick enough to take a picture of his face. He he fights through the crowd <laughs> to eat that to shit. Go eat, to go eat a piece and of this shit. This is a big oh, motherfucker, by the way. Oh my god. Oh, he eats it. Why? 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 Why are <laughs> you doing weird. this? What is happening in your life? Like, why is this happening? Oh, Jesus. How fucking... He's a little drunk. I mean, come on. Of course he is. Did you see that parade? It was fucking huge. Oh, God. Huge. 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 How did we get onto this? Blake's now. Nick brought something about Cleveland. And oh. Cleveland expectations. What? Worry not about Blake Snell. Worry about your fucking. I'm glad we got their reaction out of Kyle. That Worry was, about that our catchers. Amazing. Worry about our catchers. Worry about our starting pitching. Don't worry about our bullpen. You know, I, th- I saw D Rays Bay. They came out with an article this week about our bullpen, about like actually how bad they are when they're pitching with a lead versus when they're pitching when they're just being the fireman. And it and you know the the difference is is. Astounding. You can see it there. And um, I think they get a lot of bullshit. Like Steve Geltz came in uh, this past Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday and, and proceeded to give up uh, more runs. Matt Andres did the same thing. Rafa Ramirez, the same thing. But but what people fail to see is that they're going in when we're already down. Like we're already down and they're just trying to put out the fire and, and they continue to get hit. I think when they actually come in and when they have the lead, they, they've done fairly well. So um, I think it's up to our starters. I think the problem really is our starters. When you guys, you got guys like Chris Archer, you got guys like Drew Smiley that just can't get deep into games. Um. That's where the that's where the problem starts with with this rotation. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, if the starters could go start going six consistently and not six with five earned runs, right? Six with yeah, one or two with or six, possibly not six three. with five earned runs in the first two innings. Yeah, and handing it over to the guys in the bullpen that will be capable, we'll start winning more games. But until that starts happening, until and until we get healthy, 
I'm not going to expect much out of this team. That was supposed to be our strength, like the the rotation. We're like, ah, well, we got that rotation. I don't know. Yeah, we at the beginning of the year we said bullpen and hitting, two big question marks. Rotation is going to be fine, and it's been everywhere, all over the place. And then here's a public service announcement to everybody out there, out there, podcast land, and everybody listening to the sound of my voice. Stop, fucking, stop putting faith in Alex Cobb. Alex Cobb is nothing to me this year. He's nothing. He's not going to do anything. That's 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 don't expect how it. I feel about him. Don't expect anything from Alex Cobb. It, and I hope we're wrong, but I don't think we're going to be. No, I don't think. So. Yeah, no. Look he's, what happened to Matt Moore last he's year. Not, he's going to be a non-factor because you'd think he's going to come back and then take two months to get back into shape. Matt Moore got shelled by the fucking Phillies last year. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's part of it. Yep. Who knows? Who knows what kind of pitcher he's going to be? I guess how he's clo- he's pretty close. He's he's been pitching. Live batting practice, I think. I don't know if he's going to be doing rehab they starts They said like soon. July, early August, didn't they? Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of where we expected him to be at this point. Yeah, we're almost through June. Do you Has he signed a big contract at all? I don't know what his contract looks like. You should probably get him under contract. Really? You want to give him like an Archer deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have I, that much faith he'll get back to form? No, but I think... <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think all I'd he's like, cheap? I'll take, the, I, I'll take that bet. <laughs> Dude, he was looking like a like an actual ace before he was. He got hurt. I know it's so sad. I like the the movement on his breaking balls are ridiculous. We were so pumped when he was going to start that that the first game. game. Yeah. Fuck man, Tampa sports. Tampa sports. Spurts. Giving up, giving up. Steve Stamkos and then Alex Cobb tore or uh, has Tommy John surgery. There's Tampa sports for you. All right, so the verdict this week. I mean, that's Jameis Winston to the 49ers in the next few weeks. It's pretty obvious, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, the Rays suck. Nope. They eat shit. <laughs> Take your report and shove it up your fucking ass. Hour 16 minutes, which I did not expect for this one. This was good. Well, came back. Good, yeah, a lot yeah. to talk about. A Nick, lot of Nick came back. Flo, Flo came back. Yeah. Talked about chicken wings, talked about football, talked a little bit about hockey, talked a lot about hockey. Vegas got a team. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Way to bring that up. Good for them, I guess. That sucks. So we're going to expand your draft. God damn it. Are we we live? Are we back? Yeah, Yeah, we're we're back. We're good. Oh, cool. All right, guys. So uh, what's your bold predictions of the uh, team name? The owner wants Black Knights. He came out and said that, but they're considering other names. But I feel like it needs to be some with the town, so I'm going to go Pawn Choppers. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, in real life, I, I feel like it's going to be something to do with cards. So, like, the Aces, the Black Aces, maybe. Something like that. Hmm. Maybe, maybe like, the Vegas... It's got to be, like, the Vegas Aces. Yeah. Or the Vegas... Um, white knights, as in Coke. So I did a little research, and apparently one of the leading votes is the flamingos. The flamingos. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a Strike famous, fear into our opponents. Famous, no, seriously, it's a famous casino there. The, the old like Don Boss that used to run his enterprise out of the flamingos. Uh, nickname for his wife was a flamingo and uh, they actually still have a native population because of the imported flamingos for that hotel. Hmm. 
I don't know. I know. I, went, I hit you with real research. Flamingos will be terrible. I heard. Like, I heard something today. Uh, one play. One each team is going to have to give up one player. In the, yeah. In the expansion. <sighs> Who are we protecting? Because that's a well, thing. Well, they're not going to get Vasilevsky if we keep him. If, if, if Bishop's we keep Bishop, gone. they're not going to get Kucherov. Kucherov protected. Bishop, not Bishop. Vasilevsky protected. Headman protected. Strawman probably. Uh, Cuckoo. There's like a certain amount no, that you can protect. Cuckoo. It's not a lot. Well, guys, th- there's a lot of unknowns when it comes to the Vegas team. But there's one thing I do know, and that's, well, whenever they whenever they score a goal... We're going to hear this. Dead silence. Bright light said it going to set my soul. going to set my soul on fire. Yeah, with that in the background. Yes, There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. Ooh. They're all living the devil. That was Word of the Bay this week. And I am just yeah. a devil <laughs> with love to spare. So, Viva! you fucking imagine <laughs> yeah you, you know you're probably not far from the truth he's gonna do it again it's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful my ears are gone they're just falling off my head oh man vegas vegas it's gotta be like vegas gamblers aces white knights um Flamingos. Nah, I think Flamingos is too dumb. Jesters. Joe Pesci. Aces. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Double Down. Full House. Something with gambling. Could you imagine? Okay, so so the NHL gets a Vegas team, and then you get the Raiders. The Raiders move down to Vegas. Hmm. I think this is like like Vegas dipping their toe in the water for professional sports team. Because I feel like uh, that city's... There's so much to compete with in that city too, though. I hope they do well. I mean, I I'm, all, so I'm all for Sun Belt hockey. I know every hockey purist is like, no, no. There's a lot no. of people that are really for this. Surprisingly, yeah, more than Quebec. You know not who, all, but some. You know, he's not as Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. Well, sometimes Bill Burr has brain yeah, farts you, too. Bill Burr. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. He said that we didn't deserve the cup because it was going to melt down here or some shit. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Bill Burr. Well, he looks like he's been in a microwave, so. Wow. I, I still love him. <laughs> That's a fellow podcaster, sir. Yeah. How dare you? He might be on the podcast one day. Who knows? You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What were the bold predictions you were going to say, Nick? What, oh, who's going to be on the team next time we podcast? It was just yeah. a yes or no thing. Stamkos will not be on the team. Yeah, I don't, he's not going to be. Stamkos and Bishop not on the team. Is that bold, both. though? You're going to say both? Both off the team. I'll say Stamkos is a very, very tearful, sad goodbye to one Mr. Ben Bishop. Oh, shit. Next he's pod- gone. Can I interrupt you? The yeah, next yeah. podcast is exactly seven days from now, isn't it? 
Yeah. So yes, that's going to be July 1st when free agency opens up. Oh, baby. <laughs> it's going to be a good push one. It one. It's going to be fresh as fuck. <laughs> yes, Tim we'll Coast will be a new member later. of the Buffalo Sabres. Or the Detroit mm. Red Wings. Oh, I'm, I'm saying something north know. of the border. You know who we open up with, too, is the Detroit Red, Red Wings, Wings yeah. at home. Fuck them. Did They're you guys look so at the schedule? decrepit and poopy. Oh, yeah, we did. The schedule did just come out. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it looks it looks like a schedule. It's like a an schedule. NHL schedule. Yeah, it's not as big as, like, the NFL. You know why? Because every game doesn't matter in the NHL. I said it. As long as you make the playoffs. Doesn't fucking matter. Wow. Yep. Doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Same like baseball. Doesn't matter. I was expecting the goal horn there. I can do it. No, please don't. Don't do it. <laughs> it sounds more like a fire alarm. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. <laughs> it, this is the that strangely is the lightning Tampa Bay Lightning goal horn too. You're perverting uh, it. Or it could be How many other graphics are gonna be gambling? Like slot machines and stuff like that on the scoreboard? Just they, everything. Uh, they should go with they they should just go with this one right here. For for the goal scorer. Come on. Let's get better than this. At least I saved it for like the end of the show. Like, yeah, if anybody gets is. this far, yeah. I applaud you. Yeah, good job. Okay, guys, make sure to go to sharkdropper.com. Um, the uh, the podcast that we were we all participate in are there. Anthony was just on Shark Trapper this week, and you can hear Nick on End of All Hope, and you can hear him on you can hear him on everything. I'm uh, on everything. He's on everything. It's on sharkdropper.com. Also on sharkdropper.com is the Patreon page. So right next to the home button, it says Patreon. Uh, if you like what we do and you want to support us in some kind of way. You can become a patron and get additional content like Swimming Lessons, a David Schwimmer podcast. Um, I've also done a solo podcast, which I think, Anthony, you've been a part of that once before. A little while with Kyle? Yeah, a little yeah, while Yeah, we did Kyle. an episode together. We did an episode together. Um, I occasionally will do that. that when was I, like my trial run. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm feeling up for it, I'll usually I'll throw a podcast up on there. We do additional content for, for people that are interested, so... Uh, if you go to pay, if you go to sharkdropper.com rather and click on the Patreon button uh, and become a patron, you can get that extra content. And I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. Bolt rate and review on us on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, if you don't want to give any money to us, like we, I just asked you for money. If you don't want to give any money, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us with our rankings and uh, helps us get seen thank you to everybody who actually voted for us for uh or who nominated us for best of the bay the, the voting was over as of this week so do we get the results for that we didn't get the results but i got a feeling we'll be nominated i i like i i i campaigned hard for that so you did. I, I, know I retweeted every eight. tweet yeah so i'm sure that we'll get nominated so at some point i'll ask you guys to vote for us for best of the bay I, I doubt we'll win because there's like some there's other podcasts out there that are supported by radio stations. No, fuck that. We're going to win. We're going to win. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. You know what? We're going to win. We're going to yeah. be best of the bay. Creative Loafing's best of the bay. We don't have to be pessimistic about that. We're not the Bucks. Yeah, exactly. 
We're not Jameis Winston. We're not. We haven't fired Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> You're on notice, Nick. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I just. I totally went to Vancouver. Word of the Vancouver, for an interview. How so dare you? Deal with that. Yeah, that's Nick, illegal. That's tampering. Nick, did you listen to the last podcast? Oh, that's called tampering. Ha! <laughs> did you listen to the last podcast at all? I can't say I made it all the way through, but I did open it. <laughs> did you get my reference uh, compare uh, of HDH? No, I did not. Okay. By the way, we got something about late breaking news. Ah, mm-hmm. fuck him, Nick. When Trunks went to fight <laughs> Cell, right? Remember, yeah. remember when Trunks fought, fought Cell and he went too high of a Super Saiyan? Like yes, he, because he went slow. Yes, he, he got too slow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what HGH is. Like you got to cycle off. You don't you you don't need to become the higher Super Saiyan to fight Cell. You got to be less of a Super Saiyan. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be faster. Like Vegeta. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, your your less has to be more because you have to be super trained. Or like Gohan. Gohan. Gohan uh, found a way to be faster and cycled off the Super Saiyan. I don't know. Well, that's because he's a prodigy. He is a prodigy. Yeah, he, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're talking about... Radko Gudis got an extension three and a half years for... Or three and a half million per year for four years. That was a bad news. contract. Good for Radko. bad contract. Come on down, Flyers. Good for Radko Gudis paying our ex-players. Your bad contracts. All right. Let's, the second round pick. Let's get out of here. Braden Covert. That was, uh, that was Word of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I am Nick. And I'm Anthony. And we'll see you guys next week.